Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show on channel 94.1. Americans are watching a lot of content. Uh, Nielsen came out with the breakdown for 2022. And uh, the big number is Americans streamed more than 19 million years worth of content last year. We're also coming out of that COVID mode, right? Where everybody stayed home. This is more than COVID. This is like we're beating our COVID records. But I'm saying it's like a COVID <laughs> habit is where it started. We really yeah. started to consume. Yeah, consume. When we all much. started watching Tiger King, <laughs> should have been funny? a sign when the whole earth watched. <laughs> Tiger Just King. consumed it. Ate every minute of Tiger King. You knew something yeah. was wrong. And some, some people watch it two, three times. I mean, that was conversation piece at many a different areas uh, in life during yeah. COVID. You know, it's like, have you seen that Tiger King? A prince and a pauper could, could uh, agree on. What was your favorite episode? <laughs> like when Joe Exotic was all crazed. Yeah. His fashion was on point. What's up, Carol Baskin? The latest thing it just seems to be popping up is that her husband's alive in Costa Rica or Puerto Rico or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and then what they dispelled that? that. There was like some sort Already? of thing with like okay. yeah, there was All like right. talk that he was like he's alive, like that the government <laughs> yeah. found him, and then they were like, nah, I gotta go dig a little bit more. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Because I saw that too, and I got all excited. I was like, do we really have resolution? But I, I know mean, seems like it would be a bigger deal. So what are we watching? We are watching a lot of original content. The biggest thing was 52 billion minutes of Stranger Things. Um, that was the big, the big one. And as far as movies go, Disney's Encanto topped the list with 27.4 billion minutes viewed. Jeff, are you all caught up on the? Uh, well, that's just funny. Uh, I've watched things? a minute of Stranger Things. Okay, all right. Other than the first season, and I never saw Encanto. I haven't uh, seen Encanto. What either. am I missing? Yeah. But well, the latest of Stranger Things was really good. Um, Stranger Things in 2022, it had the highest total since COVID lockdowns had people watching The Office back in okay. 2020. And people watched 57 billion minutes of The Office back in 2020. But they're, what they're trying to say is, is like, there are 34 episodes of Stranger Things and there are 192 episodes of The Office. So. And those kids will watch The Office twice. I think Oliver, young, young Oliver, when he was at, uh, during his whole thing, uh, COVID, I could hear that theme song nonstop. He watched the season twice. I was just talking to somebody else whose kid is back on it, uh, watching it, um, The Office. The so, top five, like, streaming programs overall was Stranger Things, NCIS, Coco Melon, Ozark, and Encanto. Those were your top five. Ah, that's it. That's the top five. You just mentioned yeah. Ozark and my blood pressure went up with stress. Absolutely. I know that's probably the only one that, outside as, of Stranger Things. As far as original programming, simply, mm -hmm. like, new content, it was Stranger Things, Ozark, Wednesday, Cobra Kai, and Bridgerton. But, like, the top ten of those are all Netflix. It's not until you get to number 11, The Boys, that Prime Video. I like, like The Boys. Boys is good. Yeah. Gets in there.
But it's just amazing when they break down billions of minutes viewed. <laughs> like, ooh. Okay. Get a life, right? <laughs> no, I was like, well, we've been watching a lot we of. We could meet our former selves or great grandparents. Oh, ding dong, knock on the door and say, hey. Oh, my gosh. What would that be like? How would they have had time to, you know, run the ranch or Jeff, build the railroad? If you're sitting there, your ranch would be, your animals would be dead. They wouldn't understand it. You're They're like, like I on. don't know how to run a ranch, but I do know how to watch Yellowstone. Back yeah, to back absolutely. To back to back to yeah, back. that's how we, we would connect with them. <laughs> You yeah, know, no, they're, no, they're I trying know. to explain to us what they do. They're like, I'm a rancher. And I'm like, like Yellowstone? <laughs> so tell me something. Do you have a place where you kill people and drop off their bodies? Do you have livestock <laughs> agents? And are you one? And do they kill? How many people have you killed yeah. as a livestock agent? So, yeah. All right. So that's a lot of uh, television. Yes, um, but, sir. I mean, here we're in wintertime. Right, do you think you we know, all watch do do? enough television that we all can become content creators ourselves? Like, we have watched... So much that if you had to, Put a you could produce a television show and direct a movie. I would say yes. Yeah. I think I think your average person has watched in their lifetime now. Enough of the movies, yeah, the TV shows. I think I mean, together the three of us could put together a couple amazing things because sometimes we'll start talking about things that, you know, I'm just like, that would be fantastic to watch. I don't write it down. I, don't, I should, but. No, I think that there's yeah. definitely, I mean, all you would need is basically somebody who knows the ins and outs, like as far as like putting productions together. But I think most people can like probably, I mean, which is apparent from like TikTok and YouTube and everything where people are just putting their own content out there. Mm -hmm. How much we are watching. A lot. Uh, the... Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles, they will be our Super Bowl match. Uh, set for February 12th in Glendale, Arizona. Um, yesterday, man, that was down to the wire for the Kansas City Chiefs eh, against the Cincinnati Bengals. Every game Bengals. they play against each other. I mean, they finally broke the curse. Um, they've played them a total of four times and have lost three of the four. So, yeah. Now that, bread, that, that purse thrower. Yeah. I hope the Eagles break his heart. I don't. Why? I hope you're all crying on Super Bowl Sunday. I don't want to be. I want them to win. I was happy Eagles last night. Eagles all the way. Eagles, why, why are you going you... for the Eagles? Yeah. I've never seen enough of the Chiefs. Come on. That's what's enough there, of that. What's there to hate about the Eagles? It's it's a good thing to get behind. No. Uh, the Chiefs are a great thing to get behind. It's uh, What's the neat no. story? It's brother versus brother. Yes. Yep. Yes. So this will be your big showdown. Everything one weekend you got to live without any football, but then you get oh, your... you got you got the Pro Bowl going on oh next gosh, weekend. So, really? yeah, here I was hoping. There. Here, Did they change the rules so those guys have to play in it because isn't the Pro Bowl the one no one wants to play in? It? No one wants to play. No one wants to go. I think. I thought they goofed around now. It's always in Hawaii. Yeah, um, but I thought they tried to play with the rules to. Oh, they they I I believe they said no. If you don't want playing it, you don't have to. People get hurt, you know. You can end your career. It's in, and also it's a it's a it's clown flag show. Football. No one's hitting each other. No one's playing for anything. They're just having fun. It's a charity, all that fun stuff. So it's flag football this year. Oh, it's app. It's yeah, actual first, flag. Yeah, for the first time, Ew. they're doing seven on seven flag football. Um, right. That was one of the things that I was reading about the Pro Bowl because they changed it up. I don't think they wanted anybody to get hurt. It's hilarious. It's the one sport so that no one wants to, to do the All Star game. Yeah, it's basically the All Star game. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
So the Pro Bowl game coverage, uh, three seven-on-seven flag football games, eight skills challenges. It's a whole new format. But that's how well off they are. Like a free trip to Hawaii isn't even an incentive. No. Mm -hmm. They're like, nope, I'm good. So ESPN, ABC, all those guys, they're going to be, you know, doing the coverage. But, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's, like, going to be different this year. Um, Eli Manning's one of the coaches. And Peyton Manning's one of the other coaches. So it's brother against brother. Oh, my God, this will be. So it's like a total joke fest, it sounds like. It's not like real football. Or is football real? Well, we have Kelsey versus Kelsey in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, The biggest concern for parents is their kids' mental health. They recently did a Pew Research poll, and they tallied uh, a bunch of U.S. presidents, I mean presidents, U.S. parents last year, and 40% of the respondents said that they're extremely or very concerned that their kids will struggle with anxiety or depression. It's through the roof. It beat out being bullied. It beat out concerns over drugs and alcohol. It even beat out, you know, the idea of violence um, being, you know, something that they worry about. They're just putting too much pressure on these these little people? Probably social media. Oh, yeah. Well, so that's one of the things is that the Surgeon General is speaking up says 13 is too young for children to join social media. Yeah, I saw that. Um, it makes sense, right? I thought there was a, uh, I guess I don't even know what the age limit is anyway, but uh, it seems like kids are, get, parents are letting kids do it. So. 13 is usually, that's when the, you know, platforms say, you know, but I mean, anybody can, I, I have, my daughter is in fifth grade mm-hmm. and she's has friends that have been on social media for years. Yeah. You know, I mean. And what's her age again, fifth grade? Yeah, like 10. Okay. So, I mean, we're talking like there have been kids that have been putting content out there and have been on some of these social media platforms since they were like eight. And and it, and it's, you know, wild. I mean, to think that you've got an already, you have an online presence and you're like still just like a little little developing human being. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. You think our parents at age uh, 10 would even let us, I don't think they would even blink an eye. My parents wouldn't. Um, They'd be like, all right, whatever. I think my parents would have been on me about it. My parents were pretty strict when it came to stuff like that. Were they? Yeah. Mine was too, but we just didn't have anything. Um, I'm just saying if that existed, yeah. We didn't have to deal with this stuff. It wasn't. Yeah, not at all. We were outside. We got picked on at school. Uh, Yeah, we didn't have to go home. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the scariest thing was what the end of the the bell going off, not getting beat up in the parking lot. (laughs) And then you were cool till the next day. Yeah. All you got to do is get it home. home. Yeah, that's it. So one of the things that the uh, Surgeon General is recommending is that parents, quote, band together. So basically, like, if you've got, if your kids, you know, like, I see if your kid has it, hey, talk to Jeff's kid, if they're buddies, say, hey, you know what? Maybe let's all, yeah. I mean, and I've noticed that with um, the talk about getting a cell phone. My son doesn't have a cell phone, but we have a group of parents that, you know, his buddies, and we've known them for all these years while they've gone through school. And we've all kind of come to a, like, sort of mutual understanding of when we'll do this. Because once one gets them, then it's like, you know, you got to open the floodgates. Well, see, all right, so that there's the question there. Does your son want a cell phone or does he want a smartphone? He 
wants a smartphone. All right. Well, see, that's the difference. Uh, if you just get him a cell phone that didn't can't go online and all that stuff on it, then it's just a cell phone. Well, that's what I told him. He has that yeah. basically right now. Sure. He's got an Apple Watch. Okay. And I'm like, what do you want? I mean, you can text your friends. You can make phone calls. I, there's nothing that He's you like, can't. dang it, I'm asking the wrong way. I know. <laughs> All right. So that's been something that's given at least parents of kids my generation's age a little breathing room is we've been able to give them like these gizmos or these Apple watches or these smart watches where you're like, you're basically, if something happens, you can call me, you can text me, but you can't be, you know, on Facebook or doing all yeah. kinds of other things on there. So that's one of the big things that they're, uh, I guess, the Surgeon General is concerned about is that 13 is a little young. They say that You ever kids- see parents that are obsessed with social media and they post all the time and you wonder about their kids? Like what, what effect that will have? Yeah, I know. I mean, how can you pay attention to your 13-year-old's online presence when you're still obsessed with your own online presence like a 13-year-old? It is pretty weird. Um, you know, the moms that are doing reels all day, nonstop. Yeah, the, the, the dancing or the thing. Yeah, it, it's, I think it's, they it's pretty fascinating. And then they start doing it together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what to think. It's like, I mean, I don't have children, so I, I don't know if you should become a parent or a, or a, a best friend parent type deal. Yeah, I don't know. It is. It, the social media thing is a weird thing. Yes. This, see, is. this sounds cruel, but I thought it used to be once you have kids, your life is over. <laughs> I have friends. I mean, I know like that's that. mean, but isn't it? Like, it's not about you anymore. Yeah. It's you, 100% it's, you don't even have, you. this doesn't exist. Now I'm a dad. Yeah. I was Jeff, and then I had a kid, and now I'm just a dad. And you look forward I to I better the... not be out there trying to be hot on Instagram, because <laughs> I'm a dad. Hot dad. I'm a dad. And then you look forward to the uh, empty nesting, right? You get to that, and then you... Look forward. Well, <laughs> I guess you don't look I don't think anyone sad. looks forward to... Em- no one looks forward to empty nest. Why? Oh, it's great. Terrified. That's great. My Maybe children. new dad does. <laughs> hey, Lisa, I can't wait till your kids move away forever. She's like, you have hurt me today. They can come back. It's not the same. Dinner, dinner is still served at the house, at the sweet Wileen house. Lisa's like, as soon as the kid moves out, I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Calls, you want to jump in 938-9400? Open mic us, people. It's on the app, Channel 94 app. You should have that. All right, so we'll be back. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Good morning. Welcome to Monday. Now I get it, Jeff. Whenever I'm in conversation with somebody about empty nesting, and I'm like, I'm an empty nester, <laughs> I can see the faces of everyone else. They're not as excited about it as I am. So, like, well, I've All the women guy. are like, it's so sad. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it hits on two levels. It's one that that it stinks that your kids are out of the house, right? Because you love them, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's a big change. But the other one is the dynamic with your relationship with your wife, husband and wife, because you're you're alone together. Like I've genuinely oh, had yeah. this conversation with guys that are like, we're approaching empty nests. He's like, and me and my wife have talked about it. We don't. We've openly talked about it. like what's going to happen with our relationship. He's like, we love each other. Yeah, but yeah. we know it's going to be weird. Probably less. 
Yeah, there's less go-tos. I mean, like not- trying to plan ahead. Like we we maybe we shouldn't just go into it blind. Maybe we should have plans. Like what the hell are we gonna do? Yeah, you got to keep busy. I mean, it does change the dynamic a little bit because I mean, last night, prime example, Wileen was watching. We like to hang together no matter what it is. We want to be you know in the same room. Well, now I got the KC game on. Um, she's watching whatever, and the first thing I, I mean, it, it crossed my mind, and, and I even, I think I even said it. I said, why don't I just go downstairs and watch the game, and you can sit up here by yourself and watch the game, and I got sad. I was like, wait a minute. I'm not starting that. I'm not going to start that. It's not like we've been married 20 years, 30 years, or whatever the case is. You got sad at so, your own suggestion? You're yes. Like, honey? Yes, I did. I'm like, let's watch in oh, separate is, rooms. Yeah. You're like, no. It, this is this is going to become too easy. So she, being the sweet Wileen, decided, hey, you know what? It's uh, could be the last game for the Chiefs, whatever. It's playoffs, so I'll, I'll sit and watch w- with you and hang out. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll watch that you purse know. thrower. <laughs> <laughs> that gimpy ankled purse thrower. Yes. Does she like the Chiefs? Yeah, she likes them. But then she got busy. Next thing she's running around doing stuff. And, again, I'm by myself. But, yeah, at the same time, um, yeah, I don't know, empty nesting, it's a uh, – it does become different, especially if you've been married some time and you have the kids. Now you're alone and you have to... You're, you're almost uh, forced to have more conversations than you ever want to have in I one I just night, imagine, you know? like, you guys sitting there, like, some sweet old married couple, mm-hmm. like, in your spots. Yeah, yeah, you both got your chairs. Watching your... Yeah, like, watching your chairs. stuff, like, you know, together in your spots. Yeah, and, and just- I got a TV... So there's... It's also connected kind of like to the kitchen as well, so there's a little tiny TV there. I was just watching the first half right there standing at the, at the kitchen table, and she was would be the equivalent of maybe six feet away around the corner, so I'd just go back and forth. That's so annoying. So annoying I am. <laughs> so, yeah, but is she, she gave looking, up the TV. Is she looking forward to dry January being over? She's dry whatever. I mean, for you. Oh, no, she she would like me to continue on. I think with it. Is there um, such thing as dry February? I'm sure there is. I just want to get back to the, I mean, I would like to drink, but just on weekends is kind of like my idea. But I think, I feel like I've had that idea before um, and it never really panned Maybe out. Maybe this is the time uh, it sticks though. Well, I mean, just I because like you I had that conversation too before. <laughs> well, I know, but circling back is just another like way of like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's like not in shape. forever. I feel like I've had that conversation. I'm going to get in shape this year. Meh. So, yeah, I don't know. Dry February. I think some people roll into dry February. I have met more people and I've met more people, talked to more friends that, that are on doing dry January that are like saying, I think we're going to try to continue this on even longer. Or at least I got a buddy that back, does it till you know? Easter. I know. He starts it in January and he goes till Easter. Wow. That's hardcore. No kidding. But he catches up the rest of the year. This is a guy <laughs> who literally counts every drink he has. And when I'm with him, he, he'll he do 27 um, bush lights. Okay. What? Oh, my God. Ugh. 27 bush lights. Okay. Don't you just feel bloaty? I mean, at that point, aren't you just like, I feel like I'm drowning? It's our buddy Yaman. Yeah. Machine. Yeah. Doesn't slow down. No Easy. one understands it. Like how? Doesn't have a beer belly. His liver should have fallen apart. It's really not fair. It, it, well, it no really kidding. isn't. <laughs> but to being able to go till Easter, that's discipline. That is a disciplined man on that level. That's um, what it so is for a lot of people. It. It's like to prove, both prove to themselves that they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a guy that drinks 27 bush lights yeah. on a given day. 
is able to stop drinking for a couple months and be like, I can do it. I don't have a those 27 a day. That not unnormal. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have no drinking deal. All right. We're going to get to Molly's Minute coming up next. Good morning, people. A little cold outside, by the way. We know this. Um, But, uh, yeah, might get some uh, better temperatures throughout the week. We have, 40s uh, by Saturday, which sounds right, silly, but good. after this week, 40 will feel like balmy. We're going to kick through no this kidding. February. Only a couple more days of January. All right, Molly, what's coming up? What do you got? Sam Smith has a new video out that has a lot of people talking. It's a little racy. All right, we'll get to that next. Hang on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, Sam Smith's in the news, new video, awkward, probably, I don't know, a little dirty, right? It's pretty racy. Um, his, uh, so Sam Smith has a, a new video for his latest single, I'm Not Here to Make Friends. He's literally it's- created content that no one can handle. <laughs> you literally can't watch it. Yeah. Lots. There's a lot see. going on it's there. Gonna, it's it's uh, it's been trending all weekend, um, and it's, it's safe been, for us to post something, to post that. Um, it's it's in music, it's art, right? I mean, it's YouTube. That's yeah. one of the things that has brought it up. I mean, we were just talking about in the news about parents and kids being online and what they're you know able to do, and um, and one of the things that people are saying is like, man, like YouTube doesn't have restrictions like that so kids could just stumble across it and be like oh looks like snuffleupagus there's a lot worse on youtube oh absolutely than just a simple sam smith video but to me this is like (laughs) a birds and the bees talk you could sit this video down in front of someone and at the end of this video journey yeah you know if you're gay or not (laughs) okay perfect there's so many so many layers. <laughs> and I don't know if any of us can handle it. We yeah. haven't watched the whole thing yet. I know the, the stuff we up have I watch. I made it two thirds of the way through and I was like, I don't like this song and I'm not crazy about this video. <laughs> the video. <laughs> the one thing if I really and... liked the song, like I'd be like, all right, I'm going to stick around for the song. But I, it's not right. like I like, I love Unholy. Like I will uh-huh. turn that up every time it comes on. I'm so excited. I have downloaded it. Like, I think that song is fantastic. And so I was really excited to hear this next track. I'm not here to make friends. I was like, well, that's a great, that's a great love, title. I would love to hear the great Queen Eric's take on this video. Oh, <laughs> yes. He would love this. Oh, he would I absolutely. Mean, he would have, he would ha- he would have uh, commentary. Oh. I think he would have questions. He would have like, I don't know about that. Not a fan of that. Here's mm-hmm. a little bit of the song itself from Sam Smith. I'm not here to make it. Don't be afraid if you don't like don't be, it. Don't be scared. <laughs> You're scared. Well, there are a lot of lovers on that menu. I mean, you watch that video and you're like, well, 
It's it a sample poo poo platter. It of is all a menu. It's like I feel like you walk through that door and you go, uh, "This is what I would like," uh, and then it's all there. Right. I know. You what know? do we know? So yeah. One of the things I did think about is walking into that party and just thinking, like, I would never be dressed appropriately. Like, they would be like, you look like a homeless person. Yeah. You're wearing jeans, T-shirt, like, too much clothes. You look like you have just too much clothes. Um, Harry Styles is going to be performing at the Grammys, which is great news. And yeah. there's also some talk about him getting a Vegas residency. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. He's going to get paid. Love it. Uh, the MSG Sphere, uh, which I, I don't, I'm not familiar with that venue. Madison um, It's the new thing, I think. It's the big giant. It's in Vegas. It's, it's the, the big biggest and most expensive venue ever built in Vegas. Yeah. So it's brand. So U2 is expected to open it okay. in the fall. So it's not even open yet. And then the idea would be that Harry, who's currently on tour, um, which will keep him busy through the summer, but maybe he could take on a residency in 2024. Which, I mean, yes, please. He would fit in well out there. He's got that fun show. I think that would that would be jazzy That'd be good enough. for people, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just um, something about staying put, though, in one place that kind of takes some of the jazz out of a tour, right? I mean, the I, road has its own momentum, you know, when you're in a different town every night. Yeah, I yeah. would agree. Um, but he also has been doing kind of residencies everywhere. I mean, for... Like, where do they put everybody up? Know. Like, the entire road crew lives in a hotel? Yeah, a lot of times those hotels, they have stuff that's, like, or nearby, like, apartment housing and stuff like that. But a lot of times the talent, you stay on property. Like, they'll put you up someplace nice in the building. Yeah, you'll um, be at the top of the top of Vegas yeah. looking down at everyone. But it also depends, like some of these guys, if they're there long haulers, like you see like Selena Gomez or Britney or any of those guys, they got houses out there. Yeah, they so get they, houses they out just, there yeah. and they bring them back in and forth. A and fun town. Yeah, Every time is. I watch a Vegas Golden Knights game, hockey, the visiting team, you're, you're watching the game, but you're like, you know that everyone on that bench is thinking about what's happening after the game. Yes. The visiting team is going to have a night. Oh, they're going to have a blast. Matter. They're going out. They marked that on the calendar all year. Yep. That that'll be the one night we're definitely all going to go hit some crazy club or go to the best restaurants. Oh, man. Your options are very unlimited there. That's for sure. And by the way, if you haven't been to a a hockey game there, the Knights game, oh, my God, it's it's an amazing experience. It's unlike any hockey game that I've ever gone to. Yeah. We got to get you out there for one of those games. All right, so here they're talking residency for O'Hare Ray. He'll probably get it. I mean, that's a big deal. All right, what's trending's coming up in a couple minutes here? Marie Kondo, who made all of us spark joy and purge, is saying her house isn't so tidy anymore. Oh. <laughs> Look at that next. Hang on. Days from 5 to 10. It's the Big Party Morning Show. Only on Channel 94.1.